Welcome to Restore, a Good Shepherd Bible Church podcast. This podcast is designed to help you better lead or engage with your community group conversation. Each episode, we'll review last week's sermon and probe a little deeper in order to help you process your Christian experience, life in community, and work on mission. Thank you for joining me. This is Restore. All right, welcome into the to, into the podcast today. Uh, we are uh, by we, I mean my wife and I, Nikki, are uh, we're kind of hunkered down for the snowstorm that really wasn't. Oddly enough, we didn't get a lot of snow in the night, but we got a lot of snow right now, and so school is canceled, and uh, other other plans got canceled. So we're we're hunkered down here in the house. And uh, I am sequestered up in the highest room in the tallest tower, and uh, you're you're probably gonna hear kids. Uh, you might hear kids coming coming through, and uh, that's just par for the course when when you're here. But uh, yeah, beyond that, man, I hope you have a <laughs> hope you're having a good day, and I uh, hope you're you're ready to to listen to the podcast and get refreshed on what's going on. Um, we're in Acts five. Uh, it is a crazy long passage this past Sunday, so we're not we're not going to be able to read it. It would probably take most of the time of the podcast to to read it. Um, but uh, if you kind of remember the story, the apostles are are imprisoned, and then they are questioned by the Sadducees, uh, and then there's um, a little a little mini tiny sermon by by Peter. And then uh, Gamaliel, one of the Sadducees, kind of has some some interesting advice for the council. Uh, and then they're, the apostles are beaten, and they're told to go. And the word of the God, uh, the word of the, uh, of the gospel, continues to spread like wildfire. And uh, what we see, I, I think, initially in my sermon, uh, I, I talked about as we were casting vision for the church and talking about the uh, Good Shepherd Bible Church and. Uh, remember, remember all the the meetings we had over the summer. I told you I was kind of drawing with invisible ink. Uh, there, there was uh, something that was kind of being presented uh, that, unless you have this kind of uh, this kind of gospel marker, this magic marker, uh, you're you're gonna miss. It's not really gonna show up uh, until we really get into it. Until we really get into the meat and potatoes of of church life, we're not gonna see it. And here we are. Uh, we see it in Acts 5. Eventually, we're going to see it in our church. Uh, persecution or suffering for the sake of Christ is, is going to happen. So we, we value gospel. The, uh, we, we value the message of the gospel. We value gospel-centered community. And then we uh, value uh, community-driven mission. We, we, we value all those things. And yet, uh, one thing that the church really, really seems to value, the, the, the early New Testament church, they really seem to value those three things as well, but also this idea of persecution. And if you were to go down to Acts 5.41, uh, you have this description from Luke. Uh, they left the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. Uh, so it, it's pretty incredible. They they really seem to value this idea of persecution. And uh, 
uh, we we know persecution is is something that all Christians will face. And Nikki and I had this conversation on the way home. Uh, like, what's what's the difference between just merely suffering, but also persecution? Uh, there was a little confusion about that, and I didn't probably explain that too well. Um, but but really, any amount of suffering that happens on account of the name of Christ. Uh, I mean, it, it really could be labeled persecution. In other words, the the lines between just mere suffering and persecution can can get blurry. And uh, I I don't I, what I really don't want to do uh, I don't think is necessarily good or right or fair uh, is to minimize any amount of of suffering or minimize any amount of persecution. Uh, so, for instance, I mean, like if, if somebody um, let, let's let's just say this. So, you know, you're, you're in a career where it's performance driven, you know, of course, everyone expects you to put in a solid, you know, 40 hours a week, get the, get the job done, but then to really succeed, everyone else is really pushing, you know, 50, 55, 60 hours a week uh, to, to, to meet their peak performance for, for what they're doing. Well, I mean, seriously, let's say you're involved in church. And you literally are, are, you're committed to your career, committed to your job, but you also say like, you know what, first and foremost, I'm committed to the gospel and you start, you know, taking on more discipleship opportunities or committing yourself to church opportunities. And, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're hanging around, around the 45 hour, you know, 50 hour, or maybe simply just going back down to the, the normal recommended 40 hours a week, work week. And, you know, you're kind of getting outshined. Uh, other people are looking at you and finally your boss is like, listen, like you're, you're not going to get a raise, you know, because, you know, you're not you're not performing uh, or, you know, whatever you, you can say, well, I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not underperforming. I'm just, you know, I, I'm committed to other things. And it's like, well, because you're because you're committed to that, whatever, um, you know, you're not in line for the promotion. And you, we can simply see that as like, well, you know, somebody else outperformed or somebody else is outworking. Um, but you know, to be, to be very frank, I, I wouldn't want to minimize that. There's, there's a reason you're, you're not giving your time to your career and it's because of some sort of kingdom mentality or kingdom focus. And I would, I would say, don't, don't undermine that as not in some level being persecuted. It's not, you know, I don't want to look for persecution under every rock. That's not fair. But certainly, I don't. If it's because of the kingdom mission, because of what what you are doing in the name of Christ, uh, and you're receiving a negative effect, I'm sorry. I just, I, I think, I think that that's on the level of persecution. And uh, and again, some people certainly have it worse. Most most definitely. I don't want to pretend that it's the worst kind of persecution. But I think you can raise your hand and say. It's on account of the name, it just is. Um, and there's a there's a there's a gazillion there's a gazillion other things. Um, you know when like uh, if people are making fun of you, like, like I mean, this is this is kind of a little bit more close to home. Not really. It's not like not like we're facing this. But I mean, for instance, if somebody said like, "Hey, why don't you send your kid to a bigger school where there's there's more talent and, you know, they can they can get they have more resources and, you know, there's there's more uh, scouting, you know, they're they're more in tune with uh, larger, you know, college athletics and so, you know, if your kid's athletic, you know, why don't you send your kid to a larger school that has more, you know, well, we 
we want our kid to, you know, be in a Christian school, to be taught Christian values, to learn Christian discipleship or whatever, you know, and, and they, they make fun of you or look down on you because of that. I mean, I'm sorry, that, that very well just could be a very small, uh, but yet real persecution that doesn't feel good. Uh, but it's on, it's on account of the name. And certainly worse things than that are, are coming for the church. I, I do believe that. I think, you know, scripture says it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, but that's persecution and it's coming. And I think one of the values that the church, early church was, was hunkering down on is that persecution, it, it speaks loudly to, to us, what, what some of the realities are. And we talked about not just, you know, yay, we get to go through the things that Jesus went through. Again, that's not really in and of itself in, entirely great. Um, but what is great is that the same spirit that motivated, filled, and empowered Jesus for his kingdom work is the same spirit that sustains us and empowers us through through our persecution, through our kingdom work. So that is worth celebrating. In other words, the same spirit of unconditional love, of goodness, of kindness, of outpouring for the sake of others, the selflessness, this true freedom, that same spirit is motivating us uh, as as we go out through our, our kingdom our kingdom life and that's worth uh, that certainly is worth selling out for um all right so so what can we talk about for for community group what what might stand out uh, we, we talked about two kind of big big ideas that we see in this passage anti-gospel living looks like dying okay anti-gospel living so if you're going to reject the gospel uh, it looks like dying and we see the Sadducees who are are jealous they get insecure. Uh, they get hypocritical, and then they get defensive. Uh, and all of that is based upon, based on the fact that they don't have the salvation that they are seeking to achieve. They're, they're pursuing power at all costs. If they can just latch on to the sense of power, you know, we, we mean something, we are authoritative, we have money, people like us, we are seen as powerful— uh, whatever it is, but they don't have it. They don't. They're not actually grasping it. Uh, and so when they see a rival power, the the apostles, uh, and remember they get they get super they they get super antsy. They don't know what's going to happen uh, with all of this. Uh, they they get super defensive and they get super hypocritical. They even you know they they are not interested in receiving suffering at the hands of the people. They don't they don't want to be stoned. But they're happy to dish out suffering to the apostles. Uh, pretty, pretty crazy. So you can see, man, it just looks like the salvation they're looking for, the life that they are looking for, they're not able to grasp onto it, and and their life is kind of just slipping away. Whereas gospel dying looks like living. You have these apostles who, again, are 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 being looked down on, are are facing judgment, facing trial, and they're they're facing persecution, real real physical persecution, and yet God's work is unstoppable through them. No, their work continues on, kind of, it kind of, their, the, the power is still being executed at a very, very high level. Um, God's work is securing. It, it gives hope. It gives assurance. Um, we see that the apostles are not backing down. They're, they're, they're digging deeper in. Uh, into these truths and, and the realities of, of the gospel and the resurrection. And then it's joy giving. Uh, remember, we, we just read that passage. They rejoiced that they were able to suffer for, for the name. Um, so so I, wanna, I want you to talk about a couple things 
I, I raised the question, and it may need a little clarification. But what what's keeping you from from suffering for the sake of the gospel? And let me let me actually rephrase that question. Um, what what is keeping you? What are the things that are keeping you from pursuing kingdom advancement at a cost? Maybe that's a better way of asking it. What is keeping you from pursuing kingdom advancement at any cost? Okay. Um, and right off the bat, you can look at what the apostles were, were uh, what, what they were realizing. The, this work is unstoppable. Okay, so it's so it's not that you're you're it's not that we're scared of failure, because the go, this gospel work won't fail. It's not based on us. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church, so it's not going to fail. Okay, so it's it's not that we're scared of of failing. At least it can't be. We're not we're not allowed to be because this work is unstoppable. Okay. Um, secondly, it's not because it's not because this because we lack assurance. We have full assurance. We we know that what has happened to Jesus is going to happen to us, and that means we are going to die, but that also means we will be raised. The, the strongest force against us is, is still something that in Jesus we will triumph over. Death. Death itself. We, we know we will have eternal life. We know our eternal destiny, and yet, you know, what, again, what's keep, what, what are the littler things that are keeping us from kingdom advancement at, at cost? And and third, we know it's joy giving. We know it's we we know the the magic sauce or the secret sauce of this life rests in the person and work of Jesus and being on board his mission. Um and that it gives joy. It's a delight. Um certainly the circumstances don't don't necessarily get get better, but in our hearts there is there is undeniable and unspeakable joy because of what God is doing within us. It's 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 incredible. And yet we're so often living our life jealous, insecure, hypocritical, and and defensive because we're we're living for other things not named the gospel. So so feel free to talk about those things. What are those things that we go after? What are those power grabs that in reality we never really grasp grasp a hold of? Um, and then uh, and then three. I want to I want to talk. I want you guys to talk about how have you seen. How have you seen joy in the middle of kingdom advancement recently? How have you seen joy in the middle of kingdom advancement recently? I want you to talk about it. Um, you know, the, the the apostles rejoiced that they get to suffer uh, for the name. And uh, I, I want you to talk about where are those pockets where you have found great joy in doing this kingdom works. A lot of you, most of you, all of you. Um, have jumped on board this church planting work, which is which is kingdom advancement at cost. Okay, which is awesome. It's really cool to see. I see that all in you guys. Where has the joy been in that? Uh, where where have you been able to rejoice? Yes, we lost. Yes, yes, we took this hit, or or yes, this was costly. But you know, I wouldn't change it for the world because there's so much joy here. Talk about those things. Rejoice in those things. All right. Thanks for for joining me in this this weird podcast today. Um, but I uh, hope, hope your, your community groups are, are, uh, going off without a hitch, praying for you guys drive safely out there. It's, it's a, it's a mess and we'll see you on Sunday.